Welcome to Library Land Loves, a podcast by OLA. I believe that libraries are full of the most passionate people on the planet. People who are passionate about their careers, about the people they're serving, and the programs they're running. And that passion doesn't end there. Be it the coffee they're drinking or the pop culture they're consuming, Library Land loves a lot. Are you, you've got your, your, you've been able to whittle it down to five? have yeah I, but i feel like i also have like a runner-up list that that we could also chat about oh for sure um so uh welcome marnie uh marnie seal from well i'll let you do a little bit of an introduction marnie what do you normally do day to day oh boy uh well my official title is a librarian here at cambrian college in beautiful sudbury ontario excellent excellent so what top five are you talking about today Okay, so we're going to be talking about something something that I love to rant about every now and then. Top five things I didn't learn in library school. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I know I know we've chatted about this before, so I'm I'm looking forward to to this discussion. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Same here. So let's kick it off. What is your uh, fifth thing? The fifth thing. Oh, we're starting at the bottom. Starting at okay. the bottom. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. So so my my number five thing I was going to mention. Um, was just kind of about um, like different associations and agencies, uh, you know, and the, and the structure of those things uh, here in, in, well, particularly in Ontario. I feel like we didn't talk about a lot about consortia. We talked a lot about vendor relationships and, you know, negotiating with vendors and, and for, you know, for different packages and things like that. And that's all good to know, but I, I we didn't really talk about these consortia that exist and, and how they really kind of uh, make our lives easier in some ways and, and help us with some efficiencies there. Like, for example, here in the college system, uh, you know, we, we belong to the uh, uh, College Libraries Ontario uh, group, and, and we also have a, a service organization called Ontario College Library Service who does great work for us. They negotiate a lot of e-resource uh, deals for us, um, you know, as a consortium of 24 colleges. Uh, that really, you know, that saves us a ton of time and a ton of work and, and probably a ton of money, too. And, and it, I never really realized that those kinds of things exist. <laughs> and I think it's, it's really pertinent now, especially when I see what's going on with some consortia looking at, uh, you know, sharing uh, ILS systems. Uh, I know that OCL, the university uh, group, is, is looking at doing something like that. Uh, there's some really interesting work going on there about, you know, how can we share systems and be more efficient and... Uh, and, and really improve things for everyone. And so it's really interesting work that, that's going on. And I feel like we didn't hear about that at all. Um, it's true. I guess I should say all of this with a huge caveat that I don't mean to disparage my, my MLIS program in any way whatsoever. We had great profs and I met a lot of wonderful people. If anything, this is a, a way to improve, almost like a love letter to the programs themselves. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so then what would be number four before we start ranting about number five? I think we can change gears and talk about number four. Sure, yeah, I could, we could go on forever on some of these points, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so point four, uh, kind of all things HR related. Um, so, you know, we took, I, I'm, I'm sure you guys probably did this too, uh, at Western, we took an uh, information organization management course, uh, which was really good. Talk about. I feel like we didn't really talk about hiring for a good fit, you know, mm. uh, finding a good fit for your team, uh, and also finding a good fit for yourself. 
uh, you know, when you're out interviewing for these jobs and really, you know, making sure that that, that place and the culture of, the, of a, the institution that you're looking at is a good fit for you. Um, yeah. And I, I know we've talked about this before, you and I have talked about this before, about how we felt kind of unprepared for job seeking and interviews as well. Yeah, and uh, I'll preface that. Yes, I went to uh, Western in uh, between 2010, 2011, and Marnie, you went to it, w McGill between, yeah. what were the years? Uh, I would have been there 2011 to 2013. Um, but yeah, because we had a management course at Western as well, but I found like a lot of those topics that you were talking about, about finding the right fit for yourself, finding the right fit while you're hiring, I got those in more specialized classes, like um, my academic libraries class. Uh, there was a couple classes specifically for um, kind of like the interview process on both ends. Um, at the time, I'm like, well, this is best suited for somebody that's in their mid-career. Like as a recent grad, I'm just going to take what I get. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like so many of us came out of the gate with that attitude, like just, you know, so desperate to find some work and get some experience. Mm -hmm. uh, what I found in some of the, the places I interviewed was that it wasn't that that I wasn't a good candidate or somebody else wasn't a good candidate. It was just that, uh, you know, they thought that uh, the person they hired was a better fit for the culture there. Exactly. Um, you know, and when you're when you're desperate to find work, that's not really something you're you're thinking thinking about. But it is important mm. because you do want to be happy when you you know when you get into one of these positions. You do want to yeah, enjoy sure. what you're doing. And who yeah, you're you need a paycheck in order to survive, but you do need a career in order to flourish. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, and I feel like that's not something we think about either when when we do look at hiring. When you look at you know those those hiring matrices where you have to score these all these points and things like that. Oh yeah. Um, you're so focused on kind of that piece of it that you know um, maybe it's it's you don't think about letting your personality shine through a little bit too. You know that's, that's important. It's true. Too. Yeah, you might you might tick off all the boxes, but if you don't fit in that environment, you're not going to be a good employee there. Yeah, exactly. And I've, and now that I've been on the other side of the table, um, I have seen that happen too, where, you know, where people were great candidates for a job, you know, they, they, they tick those boxes, like you said, but they were so formal in that interview setting that we didn't really get to know them, you know, what, how they were going to uh, fit with the team. So, yeah. I think we've exhausted this one. Let's move on to number three. Okay. Number three is a personal favorite of mine, uh, IT. Uh, I, I mean, I know we talked about this in in library school, you know, about how you really need to know enough to talk to an IT person. <laughs> and and that's definitely true. And and I, we did have I know we had a really great uh, like a web design course where we learned some of the, the basics. The one thing that we didn't really get to was, uh, you know, in the actual library environment, especially where you have to kind of do some things yourself if you're at a smaller, uh, a smaller organization. We didn't talk about kind of library specific technology like you know remote access and link resolvers and discovery layers um you know kind of yeah. those, those integrating e-resources pieces that we we didn't really look at and it's helpful to know about when you're coming in and you kind of need to need to be able to make your case or at least have a have a bit of a clue what you're talking about yeah yeah sure yeah i even remember throughout my schooling like i took two tech classes one was the uh, website design and the other one was ebooks and I mean the everything that we learned with ebooks is kind of obsolete now uh, but that was one of the things that the professor was even saying was that you know concentrate on the soft skills concentrate on the transferable skills because technology is always changing but the underlying skill that you're learning about 
finding out how a system works, those will pretty much stay constant and stay the same. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I do feel like they did. They, we did have a good, uh, you know, some good courses in getting those basics. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. One thing definitely coming into it, I wish I did know a little bit more about some of those more library specific things. Knowing enough to, to know the basics <laughs> when you're talking to, you know, IT people, you know, so that you can really, uh, you know, make, make your case or, or get what you need. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, even knowing enough to identify some kind of a problem, because if you just go and say the computers aren't working, well, there's a lot that could be, <laughs> there's a lot that could happen for that, right? Yeah, I mean, I feel like I feel like we spent so much time troubleshooting when these little things happen, and it's so helpful to know, uh, you know, to maybe have a clue, like, okay, it's is this a problem with our catalog, or is this a problem with our remote access that's causing this? You know, mm-hmm. is it a, you know, that's been a really time-consuming piece for me is learning how to kind of differentiate when these issues are going on to know who which person I need to contact and I mean the worst thing is getting into like a, a loop of like you know no it's your problem no no it's their problem no no <laughs> you know and, and, and bouncing around and meanwhile you know meanwhile your biggest concern is that you know people having access to resources right so it's yeah all right well what's number two then all right number two is stats statistics um and I know we, you know, a lot of people have taken stats courses, probably, uh, you know, either in undergrad or maybe even in their, uh, you know, their master's programs, uh, you know, leading up to this. But uh, we didn't really talk about kind of using stats to your advantage or having to maybe track some really odd things, <laughs> being able to present those stats in an effective way, you know, sharing them in an effective way so that you have uh, some validation for sometimes. Uh, you know, like I said, if you have to make it make a case for something, if you if you need resources or you need staff or, you know, in libraries these days, you see so many, you know, budget cuts going on. And it's so important to be able to, you know, validate why you need these things. And again, presenting them in, like in an effective way, because we do track a ton of stats here. We track a ton of information. But of course, you know, we, we keep it in spreadsheets and we know what we're looking at. But when I'm bringing that to a presentation or I'm sharing that with my boss, I want to make sure that they can kind of scan through it quickly and understand what my, uh, you know, what we're driving at. So that, that's an important piece, too. Yeah, for sure. OK, so I'm excited to hear what number one is. All right. Number one is uh, all that fun legislation that, that, that is so applicable to us Uh that I feel like we didn't really get into in depth, uh, you know, things like copyright and uh, FIPA, oh, uh, geez, you know, yeah. privacy. You know, we definitely talked about it. We definitely looked at different pieces of, of the, you know, the acts or, or, you know, things like that. But we didn't really get into actual detailed examples. I even I think back to my interview for this position. Part of my interview was giving a, a 10 minute presentation on fair dealing. And to be perfectly honest, yeah. when, I, when I was, uh, you know, given that topic, I had no idea what they were talking about. I had no idea what fair dealing was. Uh, so I was, you know, scrambling, trying to do all this research. What the heck is fair dealing? Uh, and I feel like there was so much going on in the copyright landscape at that time. Like when, when we were in library school, like in 2012, that the copyright pentology came down. Uh, you know, there's, yeah. there's been so much going on with, with uh, these Copyright collectives like Access Copyright, Copy Back and University Laval, WIPO and the, the Marrakesh Treaty. Like I feel like there was so much going on in the kind of the intellectual property realm that we didn't really hear about that has become super relevant, at least for, for my day to day, you know, in the academic library world. But I think it's, it's relevant for a lot of people, you know, in you know, libraries and archives. 
I remember like the only real copywriter legislation that we were introduced was like the 101 class, like that first class that's mandatory. And even then it was mainly less practical and more theoretical, like what is intellectual property, which is applicable, but it, it doesn't really give you any concrete foundation of, okay, what do you do with that? Um, library school was great because we they, we covered the basics and we had a good understanding of the, kind of the theory behind some of these things. But again, I feel like some practical examples for all of these pieces would have been uh, really helpful going forward, <laughs> for sure. Well, thank you so much for coming on today, Marnie, and talking about your top five things we didn't learn in library school. Uh, where can they find you if they want to continue this discussion? Oh, boy. Uh, okay. Well, you can definitely email me at uh, I'm marnie.seal at cambriancollege.ca. Uh, I'm also on Twitter at Cambrian Library. And, you know, like you said, these, these courses do change oh. fast. Like, you know, before we got on this uh this call, I actually went and looked at, uh, you know, my program, my program at McGill to see what what they've changed, and they've definitely changed some some things uh, over the years. They've added some courses. It looks really interesting. Uh, but I wonder, you know, going forward, how do we fill these gaps? You know, is it, you know, here we are, we're we're, we're with the Ontario Library Association talking about this, you know, education opportunities there, um, mentoring, different mm -hmm. different ways we can come at it. I think is a useful part of the conversation too. Yeah, and this is just another tool in the overall tool belt that we can use. Absolutely, yeah.